Well, Good Friday is all sorrow and Easter is all joy, Palm Sunday is both. We start with the joy of Jesus entering into Jerusalem, the Hosannas. They're recognizing that he's the son of David, that he's come to fulfill the promises made to uh, King David. And he comes into Jerusalem and they celebrate him. But then the crowd quickly turns against him as he cleanses the temple and as he teaches in the temple precincts. And they find that uh, he's claiming much more than being uh, the Messiah, the follower of King David, that he is God. And so through that week, uh, the crowd begins to turn so that by Thursday night when he meets with the, with the disciples in the upper room, uh, the crowds are ready to turn, and of course he's betrayed that Thursday night. In the ancient Near East, in the, the olive groves, the olive, of course, is an essential plant, right? Uh, because of the, the healing properties of olive oil, because of the um, purpose in cooking, uh, it adds so much flavor uh, to the food and their ability to cook. Uh, to light lamps, to do so many different things. The olive is really a symbol of life uh, and of the worship of the Lord and of, of course, the healing and blessing of the Lord and its anointing. And in the middle of a, a great olive orchard, such as the one where Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane that Thursday night, they would have a, a press. And the press is essentially a massive stone that had grooves worn in it and then a large press stone that would be rolled. And so they would roll that huge press stone and it would crush, due to its size and weight, the entire olive and the seed and the oil would run along a groove and then they would collect it. So this massive press would be found very near uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. And indeed, this is an image for us of what it is that Jesus is doing in the garden during his passion. All of the sins of the world, past, present, and future, outside of time and space, are being crushed into Jesus, so that we read that even his sweat becomes his blood. So all the sins of the world are being pressed upon him, and he takes the sins of the whole world as they're pressed upon him to that kangaroo court in front of Pilate and Herod. He takes it to the cross, and he takes them to hell. So indeed, he takes them into the, the trash heap. He takes our sin exactly where it belongs, our suffering exactly where it belongs, to the trash heap, uh, where it is burned and destroyed. And then once cleansed of all of that sin, once he's cleansed the whole world of that sin, uh, he's ready to bring us up into everlasting life. And so today we're remembering that crush of our sin upon our Lord and his passion.